Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi guys, welcome to episode 149, what to do when you're doubting your mediumship. In this episode, we are talking to anyone from beginner level mediumship, maybe you haven't even started doing readings, or you are someone that's been doing it for 30 years. There's always going to be some doubt that comes up. I'm excited for you to hear the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. As you can see, we are in a different setting. We are currently in St. Louis. So isn't it fun to change it up? It's so exciting because I was visualizing this for so many years. Mm-hmm. Just being able to have our own place here in St. Louis and create like we've been creating our podcast episodes and videos and our masterminds and all that. And here we are. Yeah, so we're here. We're here and it's happening. And outside that window, which you can't see behind us, there's a beautiful canal with this beautiful energy. So we've been spending a lot of time outside and I feel like that was good to kind of break up the energy of being in one place. So we always like to travel in the summer. So we're here now and we'll be in Boston next. So, so we're excited for today's episode. And today's episode is all about here's what to do when you're doubting your mediumship skills. So whether you're brand new to mediumship and you've never given a reading, maybe you've gotten random messages from the spirit realm, you think that they're possible messages, or you've been doing it for a while. So we're just gonna cover this today. Exactly, because whether you are just starting out or if you've been doing this for 10 years plus, 20 years plus, it can get confusing at times even then. Oh yeah. Because we're dealing with intangible energy. So we're not dealing with physical where we can see it's a cup here. So it's like we get in our own way. Yeah. When when our, our life stresses, all of these different things play a factor. So that being said, even if you are an expert and you can still dot your mediumship skills, mm-hmm. we know what it's like at the very beginning too. That's when all kinds of doubts just start to spur all over. Oh yeah, definitely. And you, the more you go throughout the years, you start to become aware when you have that feeling like, wait, why am I feeling this way? And it's come up for me where I thought, okay, I need to go back and reattune my mediumship and, and I'm always practicing, but there's always a feeling. And I say to Tony, okay, I have that feeling. I need to go and develop this part of the skill or I need to go. I even go back in my own classes and take my own classes to develop certain things. Exactly, because you're either growing or you're not. So no matter how long you've been doing this, you're either getting better at it or you're getting worse at it. Right. And the thing is, I always compare it to like pattern recognition. That's what I tell people. Mm -hmm. Like when I was playing basketball, I could recognize, you start to recognize the energy of the game where people are going to be. And I look at the spirit or uh, connecting the past loved ones the same way to where it's just all kinds of different energies. And the more that you start to do it, you start to have this, you start to increase your skills with pattern recognition. Yeah. And then it starts to get easier for you. And that's why I think what we want to emphasize on this episode is if you are struggling and you do have doubt, that is normal. And the more that you hang in here and develop your skills and study and apply it, your pattern recognition skills will increase drastically. And I think that's when everything changes. Yeah, and I even 
I feel like there's so much importance with traveling and going to different places and living your human life while you're developing your mediumship because we were in, what was that town in Kentucky? We were just- Paducah. Paducah, Kentucky. Um, we were just there and there was so much history in that town. It was a little town that we've always driven past. We've seen it on the sign and Tony's like, let's change it up from going from stopping in Nashville or Chattanooga, Tennessee, and we'll try Kentucky. And when we stopped there, it's almost like we shifted in our mindset, like we felt the energy of this town. And it was really weird because in this town, it didn't feel like a modern day town. It was like a mix of modern and then a mix of old fashion, like even how the people communicated. And we took in that moment of that energy of the town. And then we came across an old train, which if you're on my Instagram, or on Tony's Instagram, you know that we were sharing this on stories. But I mentioned in the stories how powerful it is to have new references when you're traveling. Because when you're doing mediumship, it's really common for locations to come up. I know it comes up for me. Definitely. Where I can go back to that space. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm in Kentucky because I've been there. Well, exactly. And that's the thing. You're, because you're you're picking up on not only the physical things like the train being there in the different parts of Paducah, Kentucky. But what we also pick up is like the culture and the energy and the way that they speak. Because when you're giving readings, you're going to be connecting to a lot of different people from a lot of different cultures. So I think that's a big thing too, is like there's a certain energy. I know when I was in Paducah, we were in there, it was like everything slowed down. I remember at one point we were eating in the downtown area at the restaurant. And I told you, I was like, it feels like I'm in a campground right now. Like that quiet feeling. No, it, yeah. It Even totally though we did. were in a downtown area. It so really it was really did. interesting that way. And I think that you should go out and explore. Like even if it's two hours away from your house, we've said this before in so many episodes, but it's something to repeat. So hopefully one day it really sticks with you. Like, you know what? I want to change, but go out two hours out of where you're at and see what you can experience. Cause this is literally how many, three and a half hours from St. Louis. We've driven mm-hmm. through this area um, in Paducah, like passing the sign so many times. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many years we've been mm-hmm. doing this trip. 10 years straight. Yeah, from going from Florida to St. Louis when we're driving. So it's something to think about, but it was really eye-opening, just another way of just remembering the importance when it comes to mediumship. Exactly, and that's a way to get out of your head. So that is a tip, is to go travel, is to go have fun, to explore different places, because when you do that, you're out of your head. Like, I'm in St. Louis right now, I have 20-something years of experiences here, so when I come back here, I feel all these energies being reactivated inside of me, because you, you have history there. So it reminds you of memories, and then sometimes it gets you to where you're not in the present moment because of that. So when you get out of your comfort zone, you get out of what you're used to, you're able to refresh, recharge your energy. And that's what this is about, because anytime you're confused with your mediumship skills, anytime I'm confused, whether it's like, wait, who is that? I notice that my energy's not clear. I notice that I'm either, it's a stress from my daily life or something like that. Because when your energy is clear, you you don't doubt it. You just know. It's true. And it does, it's about the clarity, like totally what you're saying. And then I notice when it comes to mediumship events, like I actually have one coming up. So here's a little promotion. Um, I wasn't even thinking about that. But this episode will probably go out before my event. Yeah, it's going out one or today. So 
Thursday, I have an event coming up. And when I do audience events, I really need to be in a place of power. Like I'm standing at the front of a group of people. It could be 100 people. It could be 50 people. It could be, you know, less than that. Whatever the amount of people it is. But when you're doing an audience event, you have to be open energetically to hold the space for the audience and the spirit realm. Also for private readings too. But I think that if we're in our power in our personal life, it's not like we need to wind up, you know, to get in the power to do the audience reading. It's not as hard. Yeah, it's like so what Will Smith always says. Will Smith always says, if you stay ready, you exactly. don't got to get ready. So you like, it's a never ending process of like people always ask Lindsay and I, how many hours a week do you work? Well, it's hard to really say what work is because a lot of our time is prepping our energy is like making sure we're good for when we do our calls like and when we morning walks. taking morning walks, working out, um, going kayaking, just different activities, different hobbies. Like yeah. you paint sometimes just, it doesn't matter what it is. Reading. It's like you're, you're playing like you would if you were a kid, like if you were a kid right now, you're thinking, wait, what do I want to do for fun today? And I think that's what adults as we, as adults, we forget to do sometimes because we have so many responsibilities, but I've heard so many times, like in our masterminds, um, maybe not said directly but people are like wait so if i go have fun that's going to increase my business yeah. no, it's and it's like true. yeah it's it's all correlated together like it literally is correlated together the more of a lifestyle that you enjoy that you create in your life the more success you'll have in your business and that's coming from the space of success is like how you feel the abundance all of this because you could create a successful business or be really good as a medium and you could just focus all day long studying it, but eventually you burn out. Eventually, right. and then you're, you're not good for your clients. You're not good for anybody. So it's like you're treating the whole person. And I think that's what a lot of people forgot forget about mediumship is we are human also. Mm -hmm. So we have to we, we have to figure out all of those needs and. That's so true. That's so true. The next one is to take time to write down all of your experiences with connections. So if you're brand new to mediumship, you don't even know if you can give a mediumship reading. Maybe you've had moments like Tony and I where you are driving down the road on a road trip and you feel like your past loved one is in the car with you. You just sense them. Or maybe you see a sign that sticks out to you and you feel like it relates to someone that's past. Any little detail of connection that you think that you've had, keep a notebook specifically for mediumship. I always tell this to my students, whether they're new or they've been doing it for 30 years, write down everything and put the date next to it. And if you've done readings, also write those readings down and celebrate the readings that you've done that you know were a success and the ones that weren't great um, in your mind, because we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves, still write down the lessons in that and the reflections and pick pieces out that you enjoyed with the reading. It's like watching film, right, for football mm -hmm. or, or basketball or whatever it is, and you watch how people play and do different things. So I know Tony, Tony's the one that really edits our podcast, so he can see every detail more so than me. I don't really watch our episodes in that much detail if I do watch them, you know? Yeah, I look at it the same way because when I'm editing the podcast, I, I visualize it as if I'm a basketball player watching my film because that's mm -hmm. what it is so it's like the same thing with your past readings that you've given it's the same thing because you can imagine it and you can remember what it was like and what it felt like and I know a lot of times we're, we're sharing our stories with yeah. our clients that we work with naturally 
and with people in general because it just naturally comes up to where I find myself sharing, oh yeah, that reminds me of when I connected to this past loved one and this happened and this happened. So that's another form of like reaffirming your confidence and right. what you're doing because even when you speak of the time that you had that moment, it starts to generate that energy right there and you start to remember, oh, that's a different vibration feeling than this earthly realm that we're feeling. And that's part of the pattern recognition I'm talking about at the beginning is you start to notice those the different frequencies and how they feel. Yeah, because it feels completely different. Completely sitting, different. Like sitting and remembering the feeling. Like I might not remember every detail of my readings. Like that, unless someone tells me the reading, I might not remember every detail. But then sometimes when I'm giving a reading, I will remember certain things. But the feeling of audience events or a feeling of a reading that sticks. It sticks. It's think, so, think about it. It's like if you're at a sporting event and all of the energies there, like maybe you went to a sporting event in the playoffs when the team was in the playoffs, like the energies there, you don't forget that feeling because yeah. like I can remember when we were at the Boston Red Sox game and they hit that, that. walk off home run. Boston Red Sox. See, were I don't remember that happened. I just well, they were, the they were shitty that year and they hit a walk off home run in a game that didn't even count. But Boston fans or they really are good mm -hmm. baseball fans. And they were all there, and the energy was high, and I still remember that. I remember that feeling. Yeah, that feeling. But I don't feeling. know what happened. I knew something good happened, but I don't remember. I remember you were telling me, let's visualize the house we're getting. Yeah. Because we were at that. This was like several years ago. We were getting our place. Yeah, I was like, let's because we're in that high energy. Take take the moment. Right. So just think about that. There's different waves. There's different frequencies, and that's part of knowing when you're connecting with past yeah. loved ones. That's the biggest part that I. I'm a deep feeler. So that's the biggest yeah. way that I know if it's happening or not. Right. And some people, which we'll get into that at some point. Um, there's some exciting things coming up on my social media page. So I will talk more about this. I won't go into too much detail right now. But sometimes you won't feel spirit, but you'll see images and signs. It doesn't mean that they're not there because you're the feeler. So mm -hmm. it's really natural for you to feel. Mm -hmm. For me, it wasn't natural all the time. Like I was numbing myself. So in my personal life, I felt like I wasn't really tuning into my feelings. So for me, mediumship was very visual. And I'm like, wait, are they really here? Like I'm seeing these signs, but I'm right. not feeling anything. Yeah, because it's now like your I strongest sense, right? Both. It usually goes, you experience both now because you're developing it, you're, yeah. you're aware of it. It's the strongest sense that you, uh -huh. like the, the person, like whatever your strongest sense is, like if you have a strong sense of smell, or feeling yes. like me, I'm a feeler, that usually manifests in, in, the, mediumship. in the mediumship world too. And so, everyone can develop that. And then you, but you could develop all the other senses by just exactly. becoming aware of it. So it's yeah. pretty interesting. So yeah, I, heard, I heard some other day say that their strongest sense is smell. So like they'll smell different things that come yeah. in immediately. Exactly. Like when spirit is coming. It's when spirit's you, like, around, right? Like yeah. they'll smell cigarettes or they'll smell a certain smell or that reminds the them the cologne or the laundry detergent or the smell of their house. Like I'll, I'll, I'll do that a lot actually. Yeah. I'll smell my Aunt Diane's house or my grandma's house. I'm like, oh, that's weird, interesting. Yeah, that happens to me too. And everyone, you even make fun of our, um, the women in my family that we're, we know. Oh, you all have strong sense of smell. I, it's crazy, they smell every, you I, see them like this. Like they're constantly even the sniffing. Kids, our nieces it's smell, crazy. They smell everything. It's just, I don't know what it is, but yeah. Um, so, what is the next thing? Another, another thing that you can do when you're doubting your mediumship skills is to join a mastermind. Yeah. And this could be with a friend that is open-minded to this and you meet up with them and have conversation 
or you could join professional masterminds like me and Lindsay, we run. And they're powerful experiences. Yeah. Like literally our masterminds that we run are some of the most powerful trans transformations that I've went okay. through myself. And then also I have friends that I could speak with and share these kind of things. I think that when you're around like-minded people, it works as a mirror. You don't feel so alone anymore. And then it confirms different things that you've already been going through because that person went through. So I think it's a, that's one of the most powerful ways I built my confidence with mediumship mm -hmm. is constantly being surrounded by mediums. Yes. Which one, I have no choice. I know you're stuck. But no, okay, so let's tell the definition of the mastermind mm -hmm. too because there's so many different masterminds. But a mastermind is two or more people um, together focused on the same intention and a third mind comes in. So even if you tried to work alone and practice your mediumship, um, and listen to audios about mediumship, like that's great. But adding a human being mm. to practice with, you're gonna take things to a new level. So this could be in the form of literally a mastermind where it relates to bringing confidence to your mediumship. Or it could be like a spirit circle, like your like mediumship mentoring where you're practicing together with other groups. And this people. works on Zoom or in person, I've noticed. Right, both. It both. Doesn't, matter doesn't matter where you are. Because energy can't be broken it's 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 not something that can um shift the accuracy of anything so right. you don't have to be in the same room and you'll realize that as you do the zooms and and over the phone yeah and, all and that, some you'll people listening it. to this are already doing the mm -hmm. zooms and so they already know yeah. yeah but the big thing is is the mastermind i will tell you when i am connected with other mediums every single year and you've seen it in me when i come back from workshops, like immersion, like full immersion of doing intense workshops and practicing, something shifts in my energy. So it's like the confidence, the energy, the experience that I'm getting from those practice sessions or the, the conversations that we've had, it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. Well, it's so, one of the reasons why you have your mediumship mastery circle. Yes. That's an ongoing monthly thing to support this kind of thing, mediumship yeah, development. That's, that's exactly why. I so you, did, you didn't create all that for no reason. You saw the need and it works. It well, literally I, works. It does. And I kept putting it off when students would say, oh my God, I want to do another mentorship, but I've already taken all of your mentorships. What do I do next with this? Like I keep wanting to practice. And finally, me and Tony were on a bike ride. And he's like, why don't you have a membership for mediums? And it was just that time. Yeah, that was my idea. <laughs> it, it really was because he kept trying to tell me over the years. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to put in there. And then finally, it was just that feeling like, okay, it's time. Mm -hmm. So, and that's another mastermind that we were on. We were on a bike ride having conversations mm -hmm. about mediumship and business. That's why this all came together too because mm -hmm. we're having those conversations so it's really powerful it really is connecting deeply with like-minded people yeah in that safe space we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did if you liked it leave a five-star review on itunes and remember subscribe to our youtube channel too if you can think of anyone else that would love this episode share it with them right now on social media or email and remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.